Well, welcome to the Empower Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and ultimately empowers you to influence people and transform cities. Enjoy the message. Thanks, everybody. You can be seated this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Kate. Thank you, Pastor Nick. Hey, great to see uh, Empire launch this Friday night just gone. I heard it was an incredible night as well. Uh, great to see our ministries kicking back in uh, for the year as well, which is brilliant. And I know it's going to be a great year in front of us, which is brilliant. And uh, I just want to welcome my wife, Kate. It's great to have her here. She's been in Brisbane for the past, uh, you know, three, I think three Sundays. And uh, great to have her back. Our son, Josiah, is doing better. And, uh, and I honour you, Kate. I honour my wife. She has done a lot over these past probably six weeks, uh, longer, eight weeks now. Uh, but God is good and He's in the business of miracles. He believed that today. And He's moving in our son's life, which is incredible. And uh, so today is our anointing services. And I know that God is going to move today in people's lives. And uh, also welcome to those online. It's great to have you with us today as well. Uh, but I just know that God's got, got something amazing that He wants to do in your life, something powerful that He wants to do with the, in the life of our church this year. And uh, I'm expecting. Are you all expecting for what God has for 2022? You know, for this year in front of us. And, you know, I know there's still a lot going on in our world. There's a lot of unknowns that are happening right now, but that shouldn't stop us from believing. That shouldn't stop us from having a vision in our heart and dream in our heart for all that God wants to do because God never stops moving. He never stops working, amen? And I know that He has so many great things in store. And, um, you know, we're believing today that people are gonna get breakthroughs for your life, your family, businesses, ministries, for our church. We're believing for that today. And, uh, and there's three major reasons why, you know, we're believing for, as we anoint people with oil today, uh, there's three biblical reasons that we want to just focus on today as well. And uh, the first is this. Number one is the healing of the sick. And uh, James 5.14 says, Call the elders to pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. And, uh, and I, I just know there's a power to this and a power to anointing people that need miracles. My son, when he first went into hospital in December had a dream one night, he woke up and he had this scripture, James 5.14, and he said, what's this scripture mean, Dad? What's this mean? And uh, actually, Kate was with him at the time and, and we looked it up and, and, uh, and it said this statement, is to anoint him with oil. And, uh, and it's powerful what God wants to do to heal people and set people free. So if you need a miracle in your life, you need a miracle in your family or whatever it needs, whatever needs there are, let's come with expectation. Let's come and believe today that God is going to heal and move and bring breakthroughs. And I believe that's not, that's not just physical, but that's emotional. That's mental healing as well. Anxiety, broken off people's lives. Depression, broken off people's lives. I believe that's poverty and lack. That's broken off people's lives. God has so much more for our lives. So do you believe that today? That's what we're going to believe for today as we're anointing people with oil. The next is breaking of bondages. And Isaiah 10.27 says, anointing oil breaks the yoke. And, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of times you know, out of Matthew 11, Jesus talked about the, the yokes that we carry around our lives, you know, and He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, uh, but, you know, for so many uh, people in life, even if they are a Christian, sometimes we can carry yokes that we were never meant to bear. Sometimes we can have yokes of our past. We can have yokes of, of bondages around our lives that try to speak to us and, 
You know, they were never designed by God. They were never heaven's plan for our lives. And, and they could, they, the enemy uses yokes like that. He uses those things to try and hold us down from, from fulfilling our calling, from fulfilling our mission over our lives. And uh, God wants to break those yokes. He wants to break the foreign yokes from our lives and, and break the past, break bondages, break belief systems that were never meant to be there. And God wants to set us free so that we can walk in the call of God over our lives. We can, we can be unhindered as we move forward in what all that God has for our lives. So that's the breaking of bondages today. And the final is this, is the releasing into purpose. And Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. See, this is all about commissioning people into their purpose. God has a purpose for each and every one of our lives. And, and I believe that God wants us to walk in that purpose this year, to walk in our calling, fulfill that calling throughout our lives. And it's not just for this year, but it's for a lifetime, isn't it? And we should never back away from our calling. We should never back away from the purpose that's over our lives. We're called to fulfill it, amen? And so we wanna believe as we anoint people with oil today, that, that there is an anointing, maybe for some, to remember your calling. For some today, that maybe you've forgotten it, or maybe because of, of some hits and, and storms and challenges in your life, you've set that calling on the shelf. You put it up there and you said, well, that was for a day gone by, that, you know, uh, if God wants to do it, He can bring it back some way. But the Lord says, hey, I want you to pick that back up again. I want you to grab a hold of that. I want you to believe it again. I want you to let my Holy Spirit stir fire in your heart again to believe in the call of God over your life. And so we want to, for those really, you know, knowing that you are walking in that call over your life, we want to anoint you and believe God. Lord, I thank you for 2022. God, you're going to open doors of opportunity. Where the enemy tries to bring blockages, you're going to break those blockages down. You're going to move him out of the way and a continued move forward in all that God has for us. Do you believe for that today? You know, in that same note, I believe for that for our churches as well. For here in Caloundra and in Espel, that God has anointed us. You know, I was praying just this week, you know, and as I was praying, just really seeking God, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and He said, Paul, I've anointed the church. I've anointed Empower Church in Caloundra on the Sunshine Coast. I've anointed it for a reason. I've anointed, I want you to walk in it. I want you to stand in it. I want you to believe that I'm gonna bring breakthrough to the city and I'm using it as a, as a hub, as a beacon of light. And, and man, when God speaks that stuff to you, doesn't it stir something in your heart? Stir something inside of you. And I wanna encourage us, God's anointed us as a people. He's anointed us as a church. And we wanna walk in that. We don't wanna, we don't wanna step back from, we wanna step into that and allow God to do all that He has for our lives. Amen. So today I would just want to encourage us, because at the end of this message, uh, we're going to anoint our staff and committee of management and our, our Bible college trainers with oil, then our life group leaders, and then we're going to anoint everybody with oil today. If you're willing, we want to pray with you this morning. And uh, but a word of encouragement today is a great story out of Matthew 17, 1 to 6. And, um, and I really see this as a kind of a part two from the message I brought last week. Last week, I talked about Jesus walking on the water. And uh, we take this passage here six days later. After Jesus walked on the water, it's the story of Jesus being transfigured on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. And let's take it here in Matthew 17, verse 1. It says, six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that His face shone like the sun. 
His clothes became as white as light. Suddenly Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. I believe there's something in this right now. And two things I wanna bring out to encourage us all in our anointing service today. And uh, the first is this, that I, uh, that I grabbed from this passage is the, is the power of closeness. The power of closeness. See, closeness reveals His glory. Closeness to God reveals His glory. You can call it closeness. You can call it intimacy. You can call it a depth of relationship with God. Put it, fill in the gap for whatever you want to call it. But that depth, that closeness with God reveals who He really is. And see, in the midst of an unknown world, in the midst of unknown things that are going on around us all the time, how many know we need a revelation of who Jesus is? We need a revelation of God that is a, a reality, a reality. The Bible says in Colossians 3:2, dwell, think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth. Because how many know that our minds get so caught up in the things of this world? In the things of earth, we can get caught up and our minds can be focused on those things. But hey, God wants to call us back to a place of intimacy with Him, of closeness with who Jesus is. See, He invited Peter, James, and John up on top of that mountaintop. Why? Because they had closeness with Him. They had intimacy of relationship with Christ. So therefore, He could reveal more of who He was to them. And it wasn't because, oh, you know, you know Timothy or, or, or Philip or, or any of the others, you know, weren't good enough or anything like that. It's just that these guys were ready for that. It doesn't mean that they weren't ready in the days to come. But in this moment, Peter, James, and John were ready. Why? Because, because days and weeks and even months before that, they had shown in their lives the steps that they had taken to make sacrifices in their life to step closer to Christ. Because of their decisions, because of the way they positioned themselves, suddenly in the moment that was needed, they were invited into that space of depth. It's not because God has favourites, God doesn't have favourites. It's just because they were ready for it and the others weren't. Because glory is powerful and you got to be ready for it. Because it, 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 glory reveals so much. Remember when Moses saw the glory of God's reality? He thought he was going to die. He fell on his face. He was so afraid in that moment. He said, this glory is too powerful for me. I don't know if I can handle the power of your holiness and the power of your glory. But hey, the readiness of his life made him ready for the revelation of who God was. And God is wanting to reveal more of himself to you and I. And it all comes down to our heart and our willingness to say, God, I'm coming deeper. I'm going deeper in my prayer with you this year. 
I'm going deeper in my Word and my revelation of Your Word this year. I'm going to allow time in my life to go into that depth of relationship with You. And, and, and friend, I want to encourage you today, don't allow that to be, oh, that's for those people. Oh, that's for, the, that's for the preachers, that's for the leaders, that's for these people, that's for those. You know what, I wanna tell you today, where there, is, where there is that revelation, that glory, God can lead our lives out of that. If you're leading a business today, you need His revelation. You're leading your family today. We need His revelation to know how to lead our families in 2022. Do you believe that? We need revelation on how to know how to, how to lead in our own workplace, whether we work for an employer. We need a revelation from God. How do I do this? How do I be effective in what I'm called to do? And see, I believe that this depth, this closeness, reveals His glory to our lives. See, the deeper our surrender to Christ, the greater we see His glory. The deeper our surrender to Christ, the greater we see His glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. I want you to know today what, this, what Paul's trying to teach us out of Corinthians here is this is God's plan. It's not God's plan for some, it's God's plan for all that as we come closer in the depth of our relationship with Christ, He will transform us into the image of who He is. His glory changes us from the inside out. And sometimes when we're caught in the ways of this world, sometimes when we're caught in the thinking of this world, we can be afraid of that glory. We can, we can shy away from that glory. Oh, because oh, the world cannot comprehend the glory of God. It cannot comprehend His nature. It cannot comprehend who He is. It is afraid of God's holiness. It's afraid of it. So if our mind is caught up with the things as well, of course we're gonna think the same. Hello? So we gotta get our minds off the things of this world and on the things of heaven, on the things of God so that our mind can shift and say, God, I'm coming closer. I know Your glory is powerful, but I wanna come deeper. I want to draw closer into your presence and not be afraid of you. Not be afraid of what that does in my life. See, God doesn't want to just do a work around us this year. We're kind of bumping around God. We're bumping around the things He's doing. God wants to do a work in us, in our lives. And not just in our lives, but through our lives. He wants to minister through us to, to those around us in your, your workplace. Your university, at your university, your degree, where in your lectures, your church, wherever you are, God wants to move through you to impact others' lives. He wants to move through you to impact your neighbours, relatives, people around us, people you may go to gym with. He wants you to, He wants to move through us. But God moves in us and through us at the same time. And see, there is a depth that God wants to take us to. And if there's anything that God has tried to reveal to the church, big C church, over the past two years during coronavirus, He has tried to reveal to us, you need me. You need me. You can't do this without me. Maybe you've gone long enough 
on your own strength, but you need me for the days ahead. You need me for the time ahead. It was kind of a, a jolt, a fork in the road, a, a stop sign, a stoplight, or whatever you may. And God's standing there and saying, hey, come on, to move forward, you need me. You need me for the days ahead. For the Big C Church, for Empower Church, we need Jesus. We need the Holy Ghost. We need His power. We need His anointing. We need His holiness. We need His glory. And we need to not be afraid of it. Not be afraid of who God is and not be afraid of, of coming closer and deeper into that relationship. If there's any prayer that I've been praying for our two churches, our locations, it's this prayer. God, help our people to go deeper. God, we can't do this without you. We're lost without you. We need you. We need you for this year. We need you for the years ahead. We need to go deeper. And I understand to go deeper, it's surrendering something else in our lives. It's adjusting our time schedule. It's changing things that, that maybe God wants to, yeah, sometimes even remove out of our lives that shouldn't be there. God wants to make do work in our lives because, hey, some things are holding us back from our call. Some things are holding us back from our destiny and our calling. And, 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 and God's like, no, no, you're trying to change things in my life. No, no, it's changed for the better. It's changed for the good. It's changed to be all that God has called us to be. Why? And God's like, hey, if you only could see, if you only could see the glory. See, that's why in Hebrews, you know, 12, 1 and 2, Jesus said, so for the joy, for the joy of the future, for the joy of what was to come, Jesus endured the cross. He, he, fought, he, he endured the pain, the suffering. He endured all of that. Why? Because of the joy of what was to come. Hey, what he says to us is, hey, maybe some adjustments in your life. It'll take some adjustments. That's okay. That's okay. What? For the joy of what's to come. The joy of all that God has for our lives in relationship. Oh, man, we want to be a church that is shining bright with the glory of God. The world doesn't need a hazy light. The world needs the brightness of the Son of God shining from our lives. That's what they're looking for. They're groping around in the dark in the midst of all these situations and circumstances. Oh, man, there is darkness when you don't know God. There is. Sometimes, you know, we need to realise, man, I am bringing Jesus to the world around me. And man, if I'm going to shine His light, I want to shine that light as bright as it can be. Let Him do that work in my life. Hey, if we're, as we come today, we're coming with an expectation to say, Lord, we are anointed to show Your glory to the world around us. That's why we're anointed. We're anointed to show You to the world. The world needs Jesus. The world needs you to shine through our lives, the image of Christ through our lives every day. I want to encourage us today. Maybe for all of us, it's different. Maybe for all of us, that next step for our lives is say, what does it take to deepen my relationship with God in 2022? What is the adjustment? What is the change? I know I said this last week. I will repeat it again because it is a burden on my heart right now as your pastor. It truly is. As your pastor, it is a burden. Hey, don't enter 2022 and do it the same as you did 2021. Hey, go into this year saying, God, I'm going to make adjustments this year in my life. And the biggest one of all is I'm going to deepen my relationship with you. And I can't, I can't make anyone do anything. I can't even make my wife do stuff. I gotta, 
leader and helper and we're in this together, but I can't make her do stuff. I'm her husband. I don't make her do stuff. I lead her. I got her. I help her on the journey. But at the end of the day, it's only up to you and I. I make the decisions of what happens with my heart. I make the decisions of what happens with my day and whether I pray or not or what happens in my world. It's, it's us. We're the ones who make those choices in our lives. And I want to encourage us, hey, if, if you take anything home from this message today, take that one. What do I need to do to deepen my relationship with God? God wants to take us from glory to glory. You believe that today? Amen. Second thing is glory reveals understanding. You know, in the midst of Jesus glorified, Moses and Elijah turn up on the mountaintop with Peter, James, and John. And I don't know if they were wearing heaven name tags. I'm not sure. I don't know how Peter knew it was Moses and Elijah. I, it, I just, it blows me away. So I don't know if they came, shook his hand and said, hey, I'm Moses. I'm Elijah. You know, I don't know how they knew. Maybe they just knew because of God, because of his power. But they knew. He knew it was Moses. He knew it was Elijah. And he's, and he's just so impacted by the moment. He's so impacted by, you know, seeing Jesus glorified for who he really is. Moses and Elijah, he's like, man, how did I get here? Pinch me, man. How did I get in this moment right now? This is incredible. And he did what sometimes we all do in moments. He spoke before his brain caught up. Hey, we've all done it. We've all had those moments. It's like, hey, God, Jesus, I want to build an altar of worship to you to Moses and to Elijah. Man, a memorial altar. This is going to be incredible. It's amazing. And, and, and Mark 9's version of this says that, that he was so excited that he didn't really know what he was saying. We've all had those moments. It kind of like, I'm so pumped right now. Oh man, this is incredible. Let's build worship altars for all three of them. It's going to be awesome. And in that moment, in that moment, that's when God's presence came over him so powerfully that he said this statement to Peter, and it's incredible. He said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. Listen to him. Hey, Peter, you don't need worship altars to distractions. You need one. You need one, and that's my son. See, God is zealous for our worship. He's zealous for our worship. He chases after us. He, he yearns relationship with us and he's zealous for our worship. And, and the Father caught Peter in this moment, even though, you know, God's got grace. He didn't judge him. He didn't do anything. He just brought him back to a revelation. He brought him back to an understanding. Hey, you don't need distraction in your life, Peter. All you need is to keep your eyes on my son. See, the truth of this is that the Father showed in an incredible way that his heart was captured with his son as well. This is my dearly loved son. He gives me great joy. Another version says he gives me great delight. I delight in my son. I love my son. He is worthy. And Revelation says, who is the one who is worthy to open the seals? And they looked to and fro on the earth and there was no one. And John, as he wrote the Revelation, he began to weep and cry because no one was to be found. There was no one that was worthy to open up the seals. But then they said, oh no, no, there's one. There's one. It was the lamb that was slain. 
It was the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is worthy to open up the seals. He was sinless, and yet he gave his life as the greatest sacrifice for all of creation. And he rose from the dead in victory. And so we see Jesus is the one who's worthy to capture our heart. He's worthy to get a hold and, 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 and sit on the throne of our heart. How many know, just like Peter, we can get distracted? We can get distracted with so many things that try to capture our heart. We have so many things in our lives, fill in the blank of the things that, that try to distract us from Jesus really being the one we stand in awe and wonder and devotion with with our lives. He's gonna fill the space of our heart, capture our heart and capture our lives. And man, how many know the devil's really good at propping up really good distractions? You ever notice that? Really, really great distractions. You know, it's like when you watch through YouTube, YouTube's like you're watching this thing and then suddenly the next video comes up. It's like, oh, wow. I haven't seen that. It's incredible. It's like thumbnail. It's like, oh, gosh, never seen that. Oh, click. You know, and, and the enemy's like that. He's really good at that. You know, in life, it's like maybe there's, there's some pressure, the things going on around us. It's like, oh, that's when the distractions kick in. That's when I'm, you know, you don't need that time in God's presence. Man, you need a bit more of this. You need a bit more of that. Why? Because if He can just distract your heart, if He can distract your mind of the things of God, dwelling on the things of heaven, oh, He can just get you over here where, where, where sometimes in those moments we don't even realize it's happening. My heart is right. We love God. There's no, but it's just a distraction, isn't it? Just like Peter, his heart was right. He wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad person. Not at all. He was a good man of God. He had a destiny on his life. It's just he got distracted for a moment. And God so graciously just brought him back. Brought him back. Hey, don't forget, Peter. Don't forget, my son is the one that rules on the throne. My son is the one that's worthy of your devotion. If there's, as I prayed this year for all of us, there's a deepening of relationship with God. It comes from this. Have we let Jesus capture our heart? Have we let Him capture our heart again? Where is our first love for God? Where's it at right now? Oh, let that speak to your heart right now. Where's our first love? Where's the capture of our heart? He's the king of our heart. Sometimes those distractions cause us to just wane just that little bit, but God wants to capture the fullness of our heart again, that space of our heart again. Oh, Lord, I love you. When's the last time you just put some worship music on at home in your own space with God? And you prayed and you just sat in the presence of God. Sat in His presence. Maybe you're a tradie and you're on, on the road at 5 a.m. Just let that worship music play in the car. Let that presence of God get around you. Hey, you don't need to let your schedule stop you from connecting with Jesus. When's the last time? Oh, I sense your presence, Lord. I sense your presence in this moment. I sense it now, Lord. I sense it now. Oh man, my heart's been, oh, I bring it back to you, Lord. Capture my heart, Jesus. Capture my heart. 
My focus is on you. My mind is on you. My heart is on you. Oh, I sit in your presence. Your glory, Lord. Floods over me. It's the presence of God. It has that great power. Things on earth go strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Amen. See, to dwell on the things of heaven, we first got to align our heart to let Him capture it. Capture it. And for all of us today, that is one of the greatest prayers. It starts there. If you've captured my heart, Holy Spirit, you've captured my heart, Jesus. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll shift things. I'll adjust things. I'll do what I need to do to really deepen my relationship with you. But Lord, oh man, I, in those moments, I'm going to allow you to get a hold of my heart. And we all need this. We all need this. No matter what your situation is right now, maybe there's some challenging situations going on in your life. Maybe there's been challenges in your business, challenges in your family, challenges in finances. Maybe there's been challenges in your health today. No matter what your challenge or what your story has been over the last year or the last six months, let's let Jesus capture our heart again. He's got answers. He's got revelation. He's got ways we can move forward right now in this moment and for the year to come. Let's let this be the desire of our heart. Amen. Can we all close our eyes this morning? I want to I ask if there's anyone here and maybe there's people online today that for you today, maybe you've never said a prayer to accept Jesus into your life. And we want to give an opportunity for, for anyone here today to pray with me and, 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 and pray this prayer to accept Jesus today. And maybe you're online and maybe this is your first time with us today. It's great to have you with us as well. But I know that one of the greatest decisions and the greatest prayers that we can ever pray in our lives, decisions we can ever make in our lives, is to accept Jesus into our lives. See, God loves us. God knows us. He knows you. He knows your story. He knows your life. He knows everything about your life today. He does. He knows you. And He loves you. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, that nothing can separate us from the love of God. That means anything in your story, anything, maybe any mistake you think you've made or any uh, issue that's happened, there's nothing you've done, there's no place you've been that will separate you from God's love. He loves you. And God wants to be with you. He accepts us and He draws us closer to Himself. And so today, I know there's people here that maybe you've never prayed a prayer to accept Jesus into your life. I want to encourage you today that we can, you can do this with me today to say, Jesus, I want to accept you into my life as my Savior and my Lord from this day forward. I want to know that relationship with you. I don't want to go another day without having a relationship with God. And that relationship's found through Jesus Christ. And maybe there's here to people today and online, maybe you need to make a recommitment today. Maybe you know in your heart of hearts you pull back from God and you've got to recommit your life to Jesus today. I want to encourage you, hey, let's take this moment Take this moment to surrender your heart to Jesus again. So if that's you today, I encourage you, as eyes are closed, just lift your hand if you want to say, hey, that's me. I need Jesus. I need to make a commitment or a recommitment to Christ today. If that's you, just lift it high. That's you today. Thank you. Maybe there's people online in this moment. There's a raise my hand button on church online. There's a link you can click on. I encourage you, click on that link. Just in this moment now, we would love to help you in this moment that's you today. Just raise your hand if you're here. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Well, let's, let's pray this prayer together. And I'd love to ask if we can all repeat these words with me today. If you're here and online, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and my past. Thank you for dying for me, for raising from the dead for me. I accept you today as my Lord and Saviour. And I am born again into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together and honour anyone who prayed that prayer for the first time today? Honour you. Incredible decision today. And maybe you're here and uh, even if you didn't lift your hand today, uh, we want to encourage you, our Connect team, we've got a free Bible. We've got a free resource pack of what it means to walk with Jesus and follow Christ. And we'd love to get that to you today. So please do not go home without chatting to our Connect team. They'll be waiting in the foyer after the service. I'd love to give you one of those resource packs. If you're online, please click on that link. We'd love to send you, get that resource pack to you and get you a free Bible today as well. We love you and we'd love to get to know you.